I just Don't slipped back. into this like glass slipper experience where I cannot believe what is happening. Either can I, because you mean neither can I? What did I say? Either, either can I? Which... Neither can I? God, oh now God, you've Mark. thrown me off. Damn it! There's nothing I like less. What? Oh, Josh, that makes me mad. What? I can't believe how excited I am about basketball. I thought I thought I had like. How did you, what was it on last night? I'm going to tell you what happened, Mark. Just like that, we're jumping in feet first, or maybe head first, to episode number 180 of 9000, your podcast, my podcast, everyone's podcast, from where, Mark? From the future. The basement. The future, Mark. This is the podcast from the future. This is episode 180, Wet Oil, which is so fascinating to me, Mark, because you you sent me a text. I'd have to find the thread. Maybe I'll do that because um, it, it was like an autocorrect thing where it, yes, it turned something you said into wet oil. Yes. And that's just one of those word combos. You're coming I, in hot. You're real excited. It's just one of those com- those word combos I haven't heard. Before, I don't think, like wet oil felt novel to me, but also so familiar. And there was something so perfect about it. And I think it's that it represents um, an anomaly, right? You can't have wet oil. Is oil wet? It is liquid. But wet usually insinuates that water is involved. And I think we all know, Mark, that oil and water, they have a tough time mixing unless they are holding microphones. Investigator. Enthusiast, playing nice to get along through one more episode of Nika. Uh, hello, hello. It reminds me of you know what else doesn't go together. Well, it doesn't go. It goes together better. Wet leg. Remember wet leg? I was telling you to keep your eyes on wet leg. They popped. Big that, band. They popped and then blew away like a dandelion. <laughs> and, oh, they're uh, out seed. there. I, they're out there with their wet legs. No, you you brought us the scoop on wet leg. That <laughs> was early on wet leg. And I like, as you were just talking about wet leg, I don't even think you knew that this happened. It's something that happens reflexively when you podcast anyway. Me? But your legs are crossed <laughs> and your top leg went straight. Your ankle was twisting a bit. You were having the gam. You were doing the gam show. I, that's true. You pointed out if you, this, this is what I do, huh? You love showing off your legs. No, but something. Although it, you're a tease today, you've got pants on. Usually you have. What shorts. I'm talking about is what when I do this, when I do the kick it up when straight, you, when you become erect, <laughs> when I erect my shin area. Uh-huh. What does that tell you? What is that? What? Because I'm doing it unconsciously, subconscious, unconsciously. Oh. So it's a tell. It's something. This I'm like. Ooh, I'm about to make a good point. I'm excited. I. It could be. Or it could just be that you're responding to my good vibes. It could be. They're getting you really excited. Something to pay attention to when we bring you a video version of Natch uh, soon. So I sent you a text you Tuesday, did? April 18th. Wait a minute. I sent you a text on April 18th? Pause! Get out of here! 
holy smokes, I said, T-shirts 2, which is episode 179, equals best app ever. Your reply, who wet oils, don't it? And then just, whoa, because you were responding to the... And before you could send me what you meant to say, I texted number episode 180, wet oils, and then you said, who would doubt it? So who would doubt it became who wet oils. Remember this one? What's the name of this song, Josh? This song is called April 18. A winsome homage to the vocal prowess of the Bee Gees, I think. We were trying to emulate the brothers Gibb. Why do we call it April 18? We might have recorded it on April 18th. I haven't listened to this in years. You remember our, our good friend uh, Andy Neeb, who who read to us Rilke. Rilke in German. His daughter Mason. Her birthday is April eighteen. I though, I I don't think I'll ever. I don't I don't see them as often as I'd li- as I'd like, but I don't think I'll ever forget Mason's birthday because it is intrinsically linked to this masterful song by New Age Dad, the band that almost changed the world. I feel like if that. Uh, if that magazine profile had come out, what was that um, magazine that never materialized? Mighty Mama. Mama could? Mighty Mama. Mama. Mig- was it Mighty Mama? Wellness Mama? Oh, shit. What was it? it Happy was, Mama. It was Magic Mama. Mindful Mama. Mindful Mama. I thought it did come out. No? I don't think it ever did. Oh, that, they had a whole photo shoot. We, oh, we were. I saw the photos at some point. We still have them. We basically got a whole bunch of press photos. Gratis. Let's get those out there. I think we should. Let's hit um, the gram with those. But I mean, think about, you know, it's all about trajectories and ripples in a pond, Mark. But can you imagine where we might be sitting? Would we be in this same basement? That was, at that time, We I lived in a different house. How how delightful would this be if we were on, are you streaming this? or? Oh, or, Scout uh, is always in the mix. The cat I, loves podcasts. It's been months since this has happened. I know, Mark. It's, it's wet oil. It's magic everywhere. So anyway, oh, like welcome. That. Welcome to episode 180, Wet Oil. I got a cat in my lap. I got we're, we're, April 18 on, on the brain. We're diving right into the, the I dichotomy. Got, I got a leg gam, bone. Gam boner. <laughs> gam boner. <laughs> gam boner. Episode 181, Gam boner. Remember sh- uh, Shaboners? No. You don't remember what a Shaboner was? No. It was uh, when you're reading... Oh. Michael Chabon, and every once in a while you read a line where you're, it's just like, it's too good. He didn't kill his darling. And, you know, it's not because it works. Uh, it's fine. It's really good. Gotcha. But it's almost, you know, to a to a somewhat cynical, wizened writer, it's a Shaboner. It's like, really? You can, like, you can feel him. This is a known thing. People- through the page, you can feel him getting, like, excited about what he just wrote. And did you come up with this, or was this a I thing? I think I did. I think I was griping. I think you were heaping praise on Michael Chabon, and I had heard enough of it, and I wanted to, uh, in a, a <laughs> fit of jealous rage, wanted to take him down a peg, probably. I haven't read any Chabon in a while. Maybe I'll go visit, revisit the... Uh, I would like to reread Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Yeah. I feel like my, that's a, that's my kids a... would probably like that one. It's about comic books. Ooh. Very interested in the, in the sash here. He loves microphones. Anytime I'm down here trying to record intros and outros to <laughs> Invisible Machines. Oh, no, do not. The podcast at the intersection of God. UX and AI. Yeah, we're, get, we're getting Josh today on the butt end of a epic podcast marathon. The butt end. 
Last time we recorded, I had but it I had seems recorded like he's got episodes. more energy than ever. Do you remember episode one seventy nine? I had recorded two episodes of Invisible Machines before you arrived. I was keyed up. You are keyed up. I think you're. I'm just waiting for some coke jaw to pop out. Oh, did I say keyed up? I meant key bump, Mark. <laughs> I'm about six key bumps deep. Oh my god. Ah. Oh. The Flourish. You know what? AI could never in a million years write a song this good, Mark. <laughs> Ooh, you went to the where it drops, the beat drops. That, that always cracked me up so much because I remembered you doing it. <laughs> I could remember the look on your face while I was doing that and how hard it was to keep singing that because you... <laughs> Well, because I had to keep doing it without breaking into laughter, because you were giving me this. All right, Josh. Quite a look. Episode one eight zero. Wet oil. Wet oil. I'm Mark, the investigator. <laughs> oh right. What was your Josh, the enthusiast? The enthusiast. We are Natch nine thousand. Join us on Patreon. Check us out on the gram. <laughs> Put. Get your leg under control. <laughs> Look, now the cat's all rubbing up against your leg bone. That's just too much. Josh, I'm going to go to the dock here. All right. Take us to the dock. Hi, N9K, your podcast from the future. The first item on the agenda is to the credit cards. To the credit cards. We are cards. all waiting with bated breath to watch you change the credit card in the SoundCloud oh, account. Oh, you thought you were going to try to get me to do that on air? I just added it as the oh, first okay. item on the Well, if I had my wallet on me, Mark, oh, I would just take care of that right oh, away. But as I learned moments ago, just keep there, there is just so much joy to be extracted from not allowing you to cross something off your to-do list. I, can, you, what'd you, what'd you I know that is you on your to-do it. list. Get Josh to change the card. <laughs> nope. I can wait about 360 days before I change it because it's not going to renew for another year. That's a whole year of me living rent-free in your head, Mark. God damn it. You know what that's a whole year of? Besmirching me? your to-do list. I don't have it on a to-do list. I'm going to put it as the first agenda item on every episode Ooh, until you show do it. me. Yep. So we'll get to relive this moment. This will be a <laughs> powerful moment for faithful listeners. Josh, to the archives. This is oh. my, my second attempt. Yes, the first one went very well. To get you to... Do your magic over there behind the soundboard. Uh, you want me to get on Paizo and stuff? I don't know. Just pl- or I can just play. You want me to just play? It? I kind of liked when you were just you just played April eighteenth. All right. Well, what do you want me to do? This, this is where is, we revisit is, uh, the archive. This is Art Brute, my friend. Okay. We we've got some new technology in the mix. Those are some some D and D dice. I'm gonna roll all of them. No, that could be confusion. What we need is we need to three do, of them. I'm gonna draw. We three need to determine a number. Between well, if we're going to the archives, do we want to make it between? Do we want to go back to the first hundred episodes? One one die or two dice, two die, one dice, two die. What a single, huh? Huh? You've taken out these sound panels, and now there's an echo. I think it's because you're yelling, and it's echoing off the drum cymbals. Hand me the die. Pass me the die. Pass me the dice. Dice is plural. Dice is plural, right? How many? How many dice do I need, or do I just need a die? I think it was how you... All right. Well, wait a minute now. <laughs> so there's options when you have D&D dice. If you want, you could roll a 10 first, and then roll the... Uh, mm. Would that be the... 
what's that called? The integer? Josh, what? dice can be used for both singular and plural forms, whereas die is only singular. <laughs> you bet your ass I crushed that. Yes. I well done. It. Class 4 Dungeon Master. I knew Master. it felt wrong to me. I knew it. I knew we didn't have the whole story there. What? I could just sense it. <laughs> All right. You want me to roll one die and then the other die? Pretty sure I was clear about that. Well, are, I mean, are we still recording? What are you doing over there? Nothing. You're doing something. You're moving doing, you shit around. No, I wasn't. You know what I'm doing? Cues. I I was doing you a favor, and I was removing the sound cue that always scares oh. you the most: the bowling strike. I took it out. <laughs> okay. I took it out. I'm a gentleman. All right. All right. I'm gonna roll these two. Now wait. Are you rolling? Are you gonna just like first digit, second digit, or are you doing? I'm rolling the tens. And then I will roll. I was going to roll these two and add them up. Okay, that would work. Because, see, you could just roll this one. Like, you could go episode, oh, what is that? Is that 80 or 40? 80, 5. You so want to do this. Look at you. I just want to watch you do it. <laughs> I was just showing you. I was giving you a gentle nudge. Well, I think you're right. I think the best chance for some sort of actual cringeworthy skit is way, is way back. Well... No, we did them for a while, didn't we? This, this whole thing has been an exercise in cringe. <laughs> we haven't done a skit. Which is having a moment right now. Cringe is a thing. Okay. That's a 10. Ooh, we are going way back. Well, what should I do if I roll this one? Add it together? Well, see, I thought you would... Oh. Now what do you want me to do? <laughs> no, what I told you to do is roll the 10s first, <sighs> and then you roll the 1. 60 or 90? That's 90. 90. Now you roll this one. Oh, God. You wiped my butt for me. 97. 97. Okay, but now... Oh, boy. <laughs> now we need, to go, we need to decipher how many minutes in. All right, we'll do that, and we'll also we see go. if there's a skit at the beginning or end. Why don't we do this? You roll that while I get to episode 97. So this is a 20-sided die. <sighs> Man. Should I roll it once? Tw oh, check this out. How many times, Mark... Should I roll the 20-sided die? No, six is too many. All right, I'm just going to roll the... <laughs> God, could you make this more complicated? All right. Uh, I'm almost to 97. Four. I think I'll roll it more than once. Four plus 14, Mark. That equals 18. Oh, I'm going to roll it one more time. Oh, man. I want you to go... Okay, 18 plus 16... Quick math, Mark. 34. 34 minutes in, and here, I'll give you a second. 34 <laughs> minutes, one second. 34 minutes, one second. Into episode, what was it again? Oh, hold on. I totally forgot which episode. Episode we're... 97, 34 minutes, one second? Oh, yeah. One? One second. 3401. Right, I wrote that down because, you... let me tell you about episode 97. Tell me a little bit about it. Which it's, episode is that? It's called Zero Stars. Zero stars. It looks like it has maybe Billie Holiday as a show image. It is. I think that is Billie Holiday. It seems to have been published six years ago. Let's go back. With the hashtag comedy. I think we always use the hashtag comedy. Do you know what was all surrounding this in our stream? Right before it, in the face, Foxtrot. Oh, yeah. Right after it, Book Buddies, Please Kill Me Number 3. Okay, so we're working our way towards and a, then in a the face golf, McNeil, and then ninety eight like a slap. We, we have, were machines back then. Do you oh. remember we would get together on a Friday and we would record three distinct episodes of content. I and and you know what I still remember? Hmm. Danielle Fay 
when we I, somehow you were texting her and she was like, "Are you guys okay?" Remember she said that. Once I think because we were doing too many episodes, too many different. Oh types yeah, of I think podcasts. we uh, see we I, we had the hope that how dare by she. offering a diversity of content, maybe we could bring in some sports lovers to in the face. Well, we also needed to stretch our maybe wings in different buddies. formats. We were reading, please kill me. Maybe we can get some of that punker contingent to come into the fray. Not the Fay, the Frey, but Defay. She wanted one and one. She only. didn't like this diluted one show. This diluted feed. And actually, Mark, now I've got you right here on the spot. Oh, you're playing the intro music. Is that what that is? It sounds like it. Ring a bell? I mean, it's maybe a stretch to call it music, but I can remember sitting. Is this something we made or you made? I think I made it. This was the era when, before we'd record on Fridays, I would. After I would drop my son off at school, I would help with a great books thing. Like I would go back to Park Hill Elementary to, to do like a reading group with the kids. So I had about a half hour. So I would go to the coffee shop. It used to be called Bellwether. Now it's like some horror bar. But I would sit there and my goal would be reply to emails for work and compose a song for the episode that we were going to record later that day. So how long is this going to go on? Uh, too long would probably be my guess. I had a habit of going too long. All right, you got to pause that though. You do, we got to bring them in at thirty four oh one. We're not hopscotching okay, okay, around. Okay, okay, hold on. I will get it to thirty four close, and then I will pause I didn't it. Roll all those dice for you to just go skipping around willy nilly. Okay, keep talking. Keep talking. Whoa! <laughs> What's going to happen now? Is someone going to shoot her? Okay. Oh, so oh, that was it. oh, I just went right past it. Oh, oh damn. damn it. All right, I got to go back. Okay. Hey. I demand precision. Okay, so anything else you need to know before we get to this timestamp? Anything, anything else I need to know or that the listeners need to know? Well, if, if they're still listening. I'm um, sure it's just you. Okay. Two, it's the sub, the sub, uh, subtitle uh-huh. of this episode is Two Billies. The interlude was Strange Fruit, Billy Holiday. Were the two Billies, Billy Holiday and Billy Illish, maybe? Illish is not the way you say that. Billy Eyelash. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to... Sorry, super fan. What? What? What is happening? This timestamp is jumping all over the place. Oh, come on. Here, oh. Here we go. Think about it. Okay. Hey. That's, that's why I'm saying you're, 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 you're tiptoeing into a dangerous pond. Well, I'm not just going to ignore it, man. She, good. Don't ignore it. She should sing it. That's a ballsy move. Yeah. I wonder what you're talking about. I'm very, you're dangerous pond. And someone, we need someone needs to sing something. Yeah, I, mean, I can't imagine they I would doubt ever she'll get. It. I doubt she'll get Clarence. Good news eventually. Hey, it's that seems time. so trivial. Wait, I I believe this means we are just getting to the food news. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> minutes in the thirty-four minute mark of a fifty-one minute episode. But that, but did you hear? We just said it. Food news eventually. That was that is tagline. one of the best taglines that's ever existed for a product or service. You have the first story. We could could we do that with this future eventually? Throw some weird cue at me. How about how about relevant eventually? <laughs> I like future eventually. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of wet oil, is what it is. It's one of those like kind of mind puzzly yeah. combos. What would we use that for? T-shirts, buttons, socks. I think we need to 
take a tip from 4G. And I want to make socks. some damn socks just to send a pair to 4G. I do too. Oh, okay. That's our goal. 2023 goal, socks, future eventually. Okay, we need to free up some budget for <laughs> Riverside so we can start doing a video version at long last. You know people want to see what's happening. You just said free up some budget. You're clearly in the work world now. Free up some budget. I'm just trying to make it sound legit, Mark. Okay, Why well, you I agree. You're ruining it. Let's free up. This is like an enterprise level thing. We, we could find some budget. Yeah. We're going to free up budget for uh, Riverside mm-hmm. and like a gross of socks that say future eventually. Future eventually. And some, we got to think of the, the graphic around that. Yeah. Something good. We can come up with it. And we got to brand it, right? Got Somewhere it's got to say N9K or. Is that your. The cat just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna keep going here. This aggressive. Well, I don't think we did it. We are watching. Well, I do a... <laughs> okay, thanks. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't a big idea. That's the only. That's the only audio cue that came from this thing. Oh, that was an organic audio that cue. Was a live I, sound I played cue. that. But once. I think I did learn how to play the in-the-face horn. Let's hear that real quick. Yeah, off mic. <laughs> Wait, how did it go? I don't know. Two stories and our food news eventually. (laughs) Nope, that's not it either. (laughs) Wrong eating habits can hurt your brain, not just your waistline. Oh, dude, that's. Does that not hold up to the test of time? What more could you ask for than a trip to the archives? Uh, What a great segment. Um, My takeaways one, okay. I think we were even more subdued back then. I didn't think we were this. We have more energy now. Yeah, which is interesting because we're a lot older. We're older and feebler. We should be more exhausted for sure. But yet, maybe we were just we didn't have our footing. If I were ninety-seven episodes now, I would not. You could tell I was holding back. That's why I was like, (laughs) there was hesitation there. I don't think I would hesitate Hmm. anymore. I think I would just play bad notes authoritatively. I am going to note which one we did in case this segment recurs and we don't want to repeat. Yeah. I mean, I could see us landing on that episode again. It would be a real twist of fate to hit that 3401 mark a second time. Oh, Josh, speaking of future eventually. Yes, as we do. My next topic for you is to the thought future ship where you, I believe, sent me a nice YouTube clip for Gen 1, the next step forward for generative AI. I did? Yeah, you did. Only to be one-upped by me. Of course. Adding a clip for Gen 2. Wait, this happened? Yeah, this is the... It's like... It's the... Uh, oh, God. What's the image one? Not Stable diffusion. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Farm crossing. Every, everyone wants on the generative AI train. All aboard. What's the name of the, uh, the, the, the first... Video, uh, image one. Give it a prompt. It gives you an image. Dolly? No. The main... The Mid-Journey? Mid-Journey. Yeah. Mid-Journey, Stable Diffusion. This is the, the one that does it for video. It turns your prompts into video. Oh, I did send you that. Gen 1. Gen 1. And this... And I can't... It's by Runway. I mean, so much has happened between when I sent you that and now. I mean, have you seen... Did you see the big May the 4th blast that came out where... Someone had used AI to write the script for a trailer for uh, Wes Anderson's version of Star Wars, essentially. No. And then they have created a video for that trailer using generative AI. It's image generation 
models have taken the world by storm. It's now possible for anyone to turn their ideas into images using nothing but words. The explosion of creativity these models unleashed was years in the making. In 2021, Runway introduced an AI system that was able to generate realistic images using an improved image generation technique. And in 2022, Stable Diffusion, a further improved version oh, of latent diffusion place. that caused a tidal wave of creativity. And I, I don't know if Hugging Face technology. made this. Today, Runway is excited to introduce the next step forward in generative AI, Gen 1, a video generation AI system that can efficiently generate video in any style, all while retaining quality and flexibility. There's the, the, the not voiceover, video over, uh-huh. is like, guy doing selfie down the street with his girlfriend yep. turns it into claymation style here are, here we are as muppets anything you can dream up mark not too long ago runway pushed the boundaries of generative ai with gen one a video yeah, like a month ago allows you to use words <laughs> and images to generate new later out of yesterday afternoon in the week since launching the model has constantly gotten better better temporal consistency better fidelity better results and as more and more people gained access we unlocked entirely new use cases and displays of creativity this music is propellant we're excited to announce our biggest unlock yet text to video with gen 2 you don't even need to give it source files of video a surfer catching a wave see there's an interesting one Mark surfer catching a wave that could be a problematic prompt because that is surfer jargon to catch a wave. Would it not interpret it as a surfer somehow trying to catch water in his hand, his or her hand, their hand, whatever? Do you know what I'm saying, Mark? It didn't. According, <laughs> in the to, the, demo video, <laughs> according didn't. to this video. And it is, I mean, you're right. You're raising an interesting point about jargon. For someone to pronounce the word jargon... I think it's jargon. Jargon, the way you did, <laughs> is an interesting way to emphasize it's, it's the emphasis on a word like jargon. <laughs> the emphasis. <laughs> Josh, it's here. Video, I don't like text, jargon. Text to video. Jargon sounds too loose. We got to... If only we were give gave a shit about social media, we could come up with all kinds of time-wasting great videos through prompts to put on our Instagram Well, account. you know, you already know what one of my hobbies is now these days is to feed stable diffusion Two, which hugging is like face? the open say open source hugging face thingy like really bad prompts like yeah. intentionally vague bad prompts to see how horrifying it can yeah how horrifying an image it can create you've seen alf eating pasta i sent well, you that it's the damn show image or uh oh yeah that but i just, can't let me check it on Apple. oh this is still happening i can't get an update on apple Oh. I, I, as luck would have it, I had to change the icon for one of my clients, and the same thing happened. It wouldn't huh. update, but it has since updated. Well, Mark, good news. Uh, I think in two weeks on Invisible Machines, we're going to be talking with Tim Cook, so I will just get him. To, no, we're not. Uh, it's season uh, two, though. You never know, Mark. Not only is this an old image, this, excuse me, not the new image. I think it's like several images ago. I think we're just stuck. Uh, it's gonna. That's gonna take a uh, another smudge on your to do list, right? Oh like God. it's just another task that you want to complete that you uh, can't. I think it's actually the old image is probably a smarter solution. Like it's a better image. Well, just the space with big 
well, it what was we like, are. People look at space and stars and they think of the future. They just can't help it. Well, but our our what we actually the N9K is big and you can see it. Oh, and then yeah. as opposed to our new one, which I mean, is- from a branding and SEO perspective, N9K is a horrible name for a podcast <laughs> that we're actually then calling out loud 9,000. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly confusing. Which <laughs> our, our description is Natch 9,000. <laughs> so we intentionally have multiple names just for the time of the show. And on here, we're Josh Tyson and Mark Brush. And on SoundCloud, I think we're enth- investigator and enthusiast. Oh. Uh, just, just a fun journey. Well, Mark, I think you've got quite a project, a little cleanup work <laughs> waiting for you, because there is some inconsistency that I know is making it hard for you to get, get, a, get that good night's sleep. Yep, here we are. So like, on SoundCloud, we have... Uh, it's, this is, it's, it's neither here nor there. Okay, if, you, if it really bugs you, let me know. I'll try to clean it up. I think it's bugging you. Nah. You've been having trouble sleeping until 10.30 every morning. We spoke to the creator of a fictional Joe Rogan AI-generated podcast. On a recent podcast episode, you can hear Joe Rogan ask OpenAI founder Sam Altman, did you send me this one? I might have. The AI-generated podcast caught the attention of Rogan himself. (gasps) Oh, God, how did... That's not an easy thing to do. How did that become an important thing in society? Joe Rogan? Pretty much. Well, someone else I saw recently did a completely AI-generated podcast interview between Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, and it's generated video, too, and it's really weird. Elon Musk is wearing an astronaut's uniform, but but he's got, like, the visor retracted or something. very first episode of the Joe Rogan AI experience. I'm your host, Joe Rogan, or at least that's what this AI model thinks I sound like. Let me tell you, folks, this is some next-level stuff we've got going on here today. Every single word of this podcast has been generated with the help of ChatGPT, the cutting-edge AI language model developed by OpenAI. I am not the real Joe Rogan. Let me repeat it once more. I am not Joe Rogan. And the guests are not of the people they portray. This is purely fiction, just for fun. So don't go around making little clips for your TikToks and make the world believe I said things I never said. It's pretty good. It's better than that Tom Brady one. (laughs) Yeah, the cadence is a huge improvement over Tom Brady's stand-up routine. Did you know, update to that story, Mark, I think he filed some sort of cease and desist and they 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 pulled that video down. Oh, God. So the little audio snippet that we shared in episode 179 Ooh. might be your last chance to hear some of that rather crass stand-up yeah. that AI Tom Brady unleashed on the world. They made him pull it down. Come on. Protect your brand. Oh, Josh, that makes me mad. To the Natch Advisory Group, this one definitely came from you, but I am excited to hear about it. Oh, yeah. The Dave Carney interview with Jenkum Magazine. Yeah. Alexis Castro, April of this year. Look at that swarthy man with a, is that a Susan B. Anthony dollar in his eye all? He's got a coin in his eye. But it's a special coin. I think it's one of those, that might be a queen mum coin. Is that a pound? It's Australian money. It's something from Australia. Wow, look at, see, you, here he is, proving that he's the investigator. Dave, what are you doing? It's got these, it's multi, it's not a circle. It's got, it, it's got uh, sides. 
This is this is what you're most taken with, huh? The oh, look at this big. You know, well, I, I've seen the coin. He's right. making like a pirate face, and he's got a coin. So he looks clamped in his. Uh, looks great. His teeth look a little dirty. Well, it's a black and white photo. <laughs> it's hard to have your they teeth added, look dirty in a black and white photo. <laughs> I think Jeez. that is, I think you're right. That's the contrast. That is yeah. the contrast of the uh, designer there. I. It's just he's got his big old beard here. I love it. Yeah, I mean. It's, oh, look at these photos from. He got he got invited to the Natch Ranch for a reason. He's a visionary. <laughs> Natch Ranch. And every time I read a new interview with him, I'm just reminded of how freaking funny that dude is. He cracks me up. Yeah. Are you, are you still in touch? Uh, I haven't heard from him in a while. I reached out and offered to send him a copy of Agent Visible Machines. Oh. But I never heard back. But he might have switched emails. Who I don't knows? know. Or, oh. maybe, or maybe he's had enough. This. Uh, what? This is an actual penis, isn't it? No, it's a. What is this? What is this? I'm sure you know the story of this. What is this? Oh, I do. So <laughs> he talks about it in the interview. He found some company <sighs> back when he worked at Big Brother, I think, that um, if you. They'd send you a kit and you could make it. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the quote inset, the insert inset, inset quote. I was very proud of my dildo, so I brought it to work. That's what was highlighted. So you can I'm well, sure so but it's it was a company that would send you a kit and you would make a mold of your own uh, <laughs> member and then they would ship you'd send it back and then they'd send you a, a dildo that was your own thing. So he would he headed around the office. He tells stories about how he would like go into an office and ask someone a question and then while they were answering he'd like throw it to them and then oh, they'd reflexively be, catch it. This is and he'd be like, hey, I mean, you. you I don't know if you get away with that. You cannot get away with that now. <laughs> well, but he was working Maybe for skate- Big Brother magazine, which <laughs> yeah. was at the time owned by Hustler. So I, <laughs> I see. So I think, you know, yeah, the rules were a little more lax. It's not corporate America here. But I mean, pretty much that whole interview is him He's not telling, trying to free up any budget. Well, it's him telling stories about how he kind of pissed off or like alienated himself from like these like these more polished endeavors. Like he was working at the skateboard uh. mag and he talks about you know, how he rubbed people the wrong way just by keeping it real or whatever. Well, now I'm curious because now he's a, you know, he's an older man. Well, you know what happened? As we are. What's going on with Dave? Does he regret that or does he, he probably doesn't, Zero wouldn't change a thing, right? I don't think so. Not at all. Zero bucks given. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, they also, they, I don't remember who is publishing it, but Cream Magazine, do you know that? Seminal rock music and roll magazine, yeah, from the seventies, sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been relaunched. Relaunch? Oh, retro, vintage, bringing it back. Well, and Dave is an editor there, and it's funny he mentions it in that interview, I think, because he. So one of the rules at Big Brother, <laughs> they editor. they'd have like a record review section, but if you wrote about the actual album or the music, they would not use your record <laughs> review. It had to be pretty much about nothing related to the album. Did you ever supply one of these? I don't know that I did. I know you did lots of I'm re- sure I record tried. reviews. I would write record reviews for Slap, which is another skateboard magazine, and I think I would sometimes try and introduce that Big Brother ethos. Like, yeah, you'd write about their shoes. Well, no, I'd like I'd talk about it a little bit. Like, hey, this song was cool, but it reminded me of this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I do on this podcast. It was essentially the same thing that's been playing out in different mediums, different formats. For decades now, Mark. But uh, yeah, so it's interesting that he, he he makes a comment about it. It's funny to be writing for a music magazine because he thinks that writing about music is about as silly as trying to write about skateboarding. Seriously, you know? 
That's that was a cover of Big Brother. They had I think Josh Casper three sixty flipping all those ladies, and I don't know why they're covered in fake blood. <laughs> I can't recall. What is this? I remember once Steve Caballero said to me, he said, "You have to control your board." I was having a really hard day, and he said, "You have to control your board." You can't. Is this him affecting some sort of? A- <laughs> I think it is. Oh, Dave. How could he? How has he not been canceled? Because I think he's well. Because nothing. He's not hiding anything. He, he's not hiding. It's all out in the open. Cancelable. But I right. feel like he's, you know, he's doing it the he, right he way. He probably says and does things occasionally that are offensive to certain people. But yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think he'd be against hearing their opinion on it. Yeah, he's an open-hearted person. <laughs> so I was reading through your book yesterday. Boob. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I miss Dave. All right, we've got to find a way to get Dave back into the what fold. What episode was that, where we had Dave on as a guest? Well, uh, you want me to go check that out? That's going to be a lot of scrolling. I remember we spent the first several minutes making fart noises. We did? He was talking about farting in an elevator. He lo- like That's one of his favorite things. to Or not, if he's in an elevator, he'll just make fart sounds. He won't even... I'm, I'm sure if he has to fart, he'll fart, but he'll sometimes just go like... Burr. Dave Carney, is that going like, to... There's a search function here. Is that going to work? Yes! Episode 16. We got we got that one taken care of pretty early on. Hey, everybody. It's good to be with you, as always. We this is early. Early, early. Guest today. Hey, that's uh, Bear Tracks in the background. That's New Age Dad. Oops. Wait, what did you say? Look, to everybody that's been listening and continues to listen, thank you so much. God, this is so early much. days. You are playing the game. <laughs> have you on board. And, and it's just me. This hasn't happened in hundreds of episodes. Where you, that, that was the thing. You would provide, I think because you were the more polished. Yeah, that's hot stuff. Well, maybe. Podcast material. Where are you from? This is in the past week. We got a lot of you in Denver. Oh, well. Man, report. you're like really stretching this intro out. You're like looking into listenership. Yes. It sounds like one of those farts that you just kind of lose. You just lost. Con- you're, you, you've been concentrating on it, and you kind of lost control of it in the elevator. It just <laughs> slipped out of a buttock. It just. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time. I can tell it's like the quality's really low, and I, my style's down. I don't know, but when you described what kind of fart it was, it clicked for me. Yeah. That always seems to happen in elevators. Well, well when, I, when I'm in an elevator, I don't hold them in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. What a trip down memory lane this episode is. I know. What is this? Is episode wet oil or is it episode nostalgia? It's wet oil. Josh. Mark. We're ready for an interlude unless you have more to say about Jenkum Magazine. I would like to know what Jenkum Magazine well, is. Well, Jenkum is an online skateboard magazine. I think they be. occasionally publish a printed book. Like they'll, they'll save it up until they can actually go with like a glued spine, I think. It's not stapled, if you know what I'm saying. Jenkum uh, is like a very gross oh, God. term. Well, it's like oh, maybe you should look it up. I don't even want to say it. But anyway, it that it that that magazine is sort of I wouldn't. I don't know if the air apparent is the right word, but it's it's definitely an an air to the Big Brother vibe and ethos. Okay, it's like we're not going to be precious about skateboarding. We're not going to take any of this too seriously. We're going to have fun. <laughs> what? See. Maybe don't even is say it. Is this true? I think it's a real thing. 
I don't know if you want to say. If you want to know what Jankum is, you can look it up. How about that? Well, uh, is there any way to? So you're compelled to share. uh, Yeah, I am. According to what I'm looking at is Winker. It has to do with getting a buzz off of fumes. Yes, it's it's reported to be a popular street drug among Zambian youth in the mid '90s. Mm -hmm. You inhale it; it creates hallucinatory effects, and it is fermented. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect name for Escape Magazine. That's so I guess that makes it real cheap. What do you do? Crap in a bucket, let it ferment, and then... You just need a little time. Unbelievable. Time All right, well, that's a good name. That's like, oh, what should we name our magazine? Perfect. Well, I bet they've got it on a t-shirt as well, Mark. Let's put it on our socks. Jinkum. Take me to the interlude. Oh, okay. You know what we're going to listen to, Mark? Don't. Do you, are you familiar with Os Mutantes? Oh, my God. There's an addiction treatment center in Costa Mesa if you're addicted to Jenko. What? That comes up? <laughs> or maybe they're just describing it at this addiction treatment center. Yep. Cocaine rehab outpatient and recovery news. Where is it used? Zambia. Origin of the name. In the U.S. God, there's a whole thing about it here. Well, you are on the Internet home to that kind of information. We're going to hear a song, Mark. Okay. By Os Mutantes. Os Mutantes? Os. Os. Os oui. Mutantes. Oui. Do you know, are you familiar with Os Mutantes? Uh, yes. Influential Brazilian rock band. Tropicalia, Psychedelia. Dissident music. Can't wait. Oh, uh, Well, a member of Os Mutantes passed away this week. Oh, I'm sad to hear it. Rita Lee. Okay, okay. Oh, she played. I'm looking at the the members of Os Mutantes. Rita Lee, recorder. She played the recorder. I guess that's punk. Fucking a. Um, What's so, the hold up here? What? What's the hold up? There is no hold up. I just need to drop it into the GarageBand file. I was trying to give you some background because I thought you'd be excited and well, not excited that someone died, but you'd be interested to know that. An influential, seminal musician died, and we're going to listen to a song called uh, Mina Manina. And I just found this on the web. This is like from a YouTube video of them performing live at Omiba Records. At Omiba? Omiba. Os Mutantes. Amiba. 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 I'm not sure if it's the... Is the flagship Amoeba? It's in L.A., I think. Yeah, that's, that's what that is. That's, it's, this is a thing. All right, here we go. Everybody knows Amoeba. Tiada se escondeu E o sol dourado apareceu Amor, seu lindo 
And there you have it. Mark, you can, okay, slow it. You can, you can put your shoes back on. You can stop doing your noodle dance, your fish dance. And I, I know you were digging that flourish at the end. I got a game boner. <laughs> Once again. That could have been, yeah, that could have been a jam band. Well, it could have been something. I mean, they, they yeah. <laughs> the legacy's there. They, they're like as old as the Grateful Dead. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh boy, what an episode, Mark! It's I didn't hear any recorder in there, but I think we got to bring it home to make it the best ever. But I'm pretty confident we can do that. I don't even know how that happens, but it does every time we we finish. And sometimes I'm left with a weird feeling. I'm like, oh, did it? Did did we say something bad? Was that funny? Was that boring? Did we spend too much time fiddling around in the archive or whatever? But then I listened to it. Oh. Mark. Never say never. And I just slip back into this like glass slipper experience where I cannot believe what is happening. Either can I, because 
You mean neither can I? What did I say? Either, either can I. Which... Neither can I. God, oh now God, you've Mark. thrown me off. Damn it. There's nothing I like less. Well, I mean, do you think you can be the only one? Like jargon, jargon. Damn it. Yeah, but I don't make those mistakes. You, you just did. Nah, you've, I'm rattled. You just did. I'm rattled. It's That's good right. to rattle your cage sometimes, I can Mark. Re- yeah, 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 yep. It reminds you that... Despite all my rage... You're still just a rat in the cage, and when you rattle the cage, you're reminded of the bars, Mark, the and the need comes out. to escape. The beast comes out. The Nationals' Aaron Desner called Taylor Swift's eras toward the greatest show he's ever seen. So, my question is, are you stealing Harper's ticket and going instead? Because <laughs> not only did he say that, Mark, did you read into that story? Did you... I know he See, joined, he's he, been performing with her, Mark. I know he's been well. Yes, yes. So you, when is that concert? Did it happen? No, no. That's uh, I think it's end of June. And who's going? Or in July? Uh, that would be Harper and Red Twist. Red Twist. Yeah, I'm not invited. Are you gonna? I might shoehorn my way in. It might happen. Yeah, are you gonna hope that maybe for some reason Red Twist can't make it? <laughs> yep. Uh, and you can go. Uh huh. And Harper can like. Sidestep away from you as you're doing your noodle arm dance when the national guy comes on stage. Be, be horrified for five hours of it's going to be a big night. Well, I think what would be horrifying is to like for her to be at a Taylor Swift concert with all with all the Swifties, and then watching her dad his resolve slowly breaking down and he becomes a Swiftie. <laughs> oh, and by the Swift- end of it, he's like his eyes are closed. He's swaying and he's clapping. He's He's crying a bit, crying tears a bit. streaking his face. That's That would be the danger. I do cry at the drop of a hat. And that's days. even before the national guy takes the stage. When, uh, when he comes out, it's like sobbing. Like uh, guttural. It's just kind of the greatest show I've ever seen. Like, it's just insane. The scale of the tour and the music, the visual design, the choreography, and her musicianship. Come on. It's on a level that I've never seen anything like. Wait, you doubt her musicianship? Is that what I just I didn't saw? say that. See, this is what you this is what'll be interesting when we get that Riverside account going. You do a lot of hiding because you know the camera's not on. You you say one thing and then you make a face that means something else. And you won't you won't have that refuge anymore. Just I'm just pairing you now. I think sometimes people ask me questions about working with pop stars like it's not an honor, but it's a total honor. I learned way more from her than she's learned from us. That's hmm. interesting second half of that sentence, but I. So it's the whole band. It's the, all of the national taking part. No, but what you're failing to understand, she appeared. The national mm. came out with a new album, and she's on one of the tracks. But so is Phoebe Bridgers, and so is, <sighs> you know. There's mm-hmm. there's this little mill of pop star. Well, they they want to like get a little more indie jerks. cred, yeah. Especially with like the old like uh, indie cred, <laughs> the national. <laughs> I mean, they're probably technically they want to hit indie, a different right? slice of the Starbucks demographic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so they're not that far off. If if uh, let's see if idols. Oh, there we go. If they'd popped in and said, "This is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life." You might be more cause for... I don't know if I'd go or attempt to go. To this? To Taylor Swift? Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I'm no, sure I think it'd be, fu- it'd be fun I've to see... video clips. I'm, I, I'm not doubting that it is an overwhelming and well-executed performance. I have no doubt. But 
I what I do doubt is my ability to sit or stand for that long comfortably. <laughs> or to just You need to really be caught up in something to gotta, not yeah. start focusing on like God my back. Give it wholehearted. My hamstring is getting tight. Yep, that's right. Can I sit down for Can this I one? lean on a railing at least? God. Where are we? And unlike, I mean, I don't know what idol shows are like or the types of shows that, I guess, fish shows I've been to recently, they're similar. Just the, you know, it's just going to be screaming adolescent girls. At fish shows? <laughs> and you're not going to be really like, hear it, right? Because everybody be singing so loud around you, singing along with it. You really think they just scream the whole time? I, d- I bet they do. Like, ah, like Beatlemania style <laughs> I bet I bet it's Beatlemania style. I See, I doubt that. I think... I think you're allowed to scream maybe at the onset of each song when she first takes the stage. But then I think you're going to get a little bit of heat if you're just screaming over the whole thing because they're there to. They paid a lot. Somebody, well, the parents paid a lot. Yeah. So how much How much do those well, tickets cost? I, we got them the crazy way. Because, What's the crazy way? Because it was like, oh, don't you remember this? It was sort of I, the tour is announced and Ticketmaster goes live this day. But people oh, got... Yeah. So Jenny was at her desk working and got into the room and like waited all day and never got updates and it became this huge thing. Oh yeah, I did hear about. There that. was like a congressional hearing about Ticketmaster over this because people got screwed. And so Taylor apologized. Whatever, nobody got any tickets. Oh, she's Taylor to you now. You guys. Yes, are- yes. But then out of the blue, like a few a month or two later, there was an email that said, "Hey, we know this happened. There's another sale going on." And you got picked in the lottery or whatever. And so I, my understanding is they've got pretty good seats. And they weren't like thousands of dollars, but it's probably like $500. Oh, my God. Total. I think total. You could probably take your whole family to see. Yeah, I know that. The Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. No, those are. And it would cost less. One ticket would be more. No. You, you can get tickets in like the top ring, yeah. but like center court kind of. You still can? Well, at least for the last series, we were looking at them. Mm. Have you been to a Nuggets game? Like, it's pretty exciting. Did you Not watch the game last night? I watched the one before. They completely humiliated the Suns. I know. Well, they did it the game before, too, pretty much. But they did it in Phoenix, where they have uh. not. They did not win a game in Phoenix all year long. Oh. So, no regular season wins there. And then they close out the series hammering the Suns, Mark. Hammered them. And they're going to face Lakers, Warriors next? One or the other. They can be both. I think they could. Not easily, but they can be. So then they're in the final. I think it would be sweeter if they faced the Lakers because the Lakers knocked them out in the bubble. Oh. So now they could like be like, hey, we're back and stuff. Motherfuckers. Get ready. Yeah. I can't believe how excited I am about basketball. I (laughs) I thought I had like... How did you, what was it on last night? I'm going to tell you what happened, Mark. <laughs> We've been to some Nuggets games. In person? Yes. Love as a, them. As a family? Yes. Great energy. So much fun. And then we'll watch game highlights on YouTube. It's kind of nice. You can just, like, they use, they post, like, 10 minutes after the game's over. There's oh. a highlight clip, clip thing you can watch. But, I don't know, it came time for the playoffs. We need to be able to watch these games. Uh-oh. So we have a temporary... Well, because I'm going to cancel it. Subscription to Sling. <laughs> because that, they're all on TNT. And Sling is... essentially sh- like cable light, I think. Streaming? How do you do Sling? Is it a it's box? It's an app. No, it's just an app. 
Got it. That I downloaded on my intelligent television. And I can watch TNT and ESPN and I don't know what else. Oh, nice. Good. But I mean... No, I know how that's worth it. The riches. I mean, there's they're like two games on a night sometimes. Two playoff games. <sighs> one at 5.30, one at 8. <sighs> Everyone's staying up far too late because the games are so enthralling. Although watching like a Nuggets game... I mean, I get... I, as someone who hated sports growing up, I'm shocked that I experienced anxiety watching oh, sports. Sure. Like the Broncos, like it's you get anxious because they're they've been really bad. It's they like have been bad. difficult to watch, but it's also like I feel like a football game is slower. You yes, know, there's, there's like a lot of downtime where you're waiting for stuff to happen. But basketball, it's just nonstop. And when one the team when a team goes on a run, it's either like super exciting or you're super bummed out because mm-hmm. it's bad, and you're like, mm-hmm. when is this going to stop? When are they going to switch mm. and start playing defense and then go on their run? And you're just mm-hmm. you're sweaty, Mark. Your palms are sweaty. That rarely happens that my palms would sweat. But And sometimes, so we started watching The Walking Dead as a family, too, because Arius is really into zombies. And I've I thought you were liked a, zombies. You I know. Like that show. I always liked it. It just started, it got too dark. I'm assuming I'll probably bow out around the same time I did the first go around. But It's dark. But sometimes, like, the Nuggets games, like, the, it's too close and it's too intense. So we're like, I, we can't, watch, all, we can't watch it all. We're going to watch it Walking Dead and we'll come back and watch the fourth quarter because it's just too much. What? I can't explain it, Mark. Li- so you're just darting away from live TV. I am exiting Sling and I'm opening Netflix. Wow. I'll watch a Walking Dead and then we'll come back to the Sling. And catch up wherever it is. And catch up. And that's just how it goes, Mark. <laughs> how it'd be in this house right now and I I'm very excited for the Nuggets well when's the first game Tuesday I think yeah because is the other series done nope the Lakers could have closed it out the other night but the the Warriors rallied bro and how old is LeBron at this point I don't know he's like 38 or something (laughs) (laughs) now we gotta wrap this up it's time to ideate we got five simple steps for soil-friendly eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you know why I put that in there, too? Uh, my co-host on Invisible Machines, Rob Wilson, CEO and co-founder of OneReach.ai. Come on, yeah. Co-author of the Wall Street Journal bestselling business book about conversational AI. Co-author with who? Uh, with me. Oh, Age of Invisible Machines. He... He shares things in our Slack, in the Slack feed, the company Slack feed. Usually it's stuff relating to technology, AI, but mm-hmm. then that was in there. Oh, And I was good. like, oh, and so I started, I started reading it and then I Soil sent health. him a quick note. I was like, wow, this is crazy. We like Mark, you and I, Mark, we had a conversation about many of those same topics seven years ago. Cause I was, I was in an archive kind of mood. I don't know why. Oh, maybe because of 179. I don't know, but Alan Cooper, bro. Oh yeah, Alan remember Cooper. that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I go. listened to some of that one, and and he w- we really did. We talked a lot about regenerative. Alan Cooper. Oh, so you doubled down on Alan Cooper? What? You, we did the Natch. And well, I did- interviewed him for In Conversation with UX Magazine. Right. Which subscribe to the UX Magazine podcast feed wherever okay. you get your podcasts because that is where you will hear new episodes of Invisible Machines. You can also watch the podcast on the Invisible Machines YouTube channel. I encourage you to do both. But don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> but Alan Cooper was originally... So if you if you subscribe to the UX Mag, 
uh, feed. This is not the best episode ever. On Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Sling? Can I get Sling? it on Sling? I don't, I don't know if it's on Sling yet. Uh, oh, you know what's trippy, though? No. Just to keep not being on topic is when I open YouTube on my smart TV now, Invisible Machines comes up. So I'm like, I see myself on my TV, and it's oh, sometimes cool. too much to bear. It's not cool. <laughs> well, sometimes it's cool. It depends. Like sometimes it's you know because it's like a still grab from the episode. So sometimes I'm. Well, but if you wait, it'll start to play the first few seconds. But sometimes it's just me, you know, in an awkward. I usually try to pick ones where we're both smiling, because that people like to see people smiling. Right? Yes. Yeah, you can pick the. So here's what happens: you subscribe yeah, to the UX up. Mag. No, no, we're done with that. No, but I'm getting, I'm saying if you subscribe to that and then dive back in the feed, you will find an. In conversation with UX Magazine episode where we talk to Alan Cooper. Right. It's me talking to Alan Cooper, but then I had such a good time talking to him. I was like, Alan, we need to continue the party. You need to to chop it up with my investigator pal. Oh, is that right? Mark Peacock Brush. So you started with UX. A kingmaker in the natural product space. We got to talk about the future of, of food. And, and he was in. That's so he, a long episode. So that was the second one. Yeah. Oh. We did the UX Mag first. And actually, did you talk it, about food at all on the UX Mag one? A little bit. You know what happened on the UX Mag one? Now that I'm oh, you're taking me down memory lane, Mark. <laughs> he and I recorded this incredible episode uh, where oh, there was this, this this whole serendipitous portal opened up about Ween. We ended up talking about Ween <laughs> so organically and so beautifully. <laughs> Ween. And it was amazing. And then there was some sort of technical glitch in the the file. One my file or his file, something got lost. Uh, so we had to redo it. So the it's still it's still worth subscribing to UX Magazine wherever you get your podcasts and taking a a dive back and listening to it. But it, it just know that there was a version of that with even more energy. But then that energy came surging back in Natch episode. Yeah. So just listen to that one. But. But do subscribe to UX Magazine wherever you get your podcast. Josh, speaking of memory lane and bringing the heat with energy and performance only to have a technical glitch ruin. I don't like where this is going. Na- don't you remember the Natch Reacts we did with Dingus or something? <laughs> don't you remember that? Oh, God, Yes. With it was a whole thing. We did the whole half. It was short, like half hour, but it was the best we'd ever done. There was there was uncontrollable laughter throughout, and something about a dingus. That's one of my favorite things about podcasting together. Never Mark, to be published. Some of the moments where I've laughed the hardest, and like to where I'm having trouble breathing, yeah, have been when we were screwing around making this show, oh. and I, I especially I, the expo, like when we first started. Pretending to go on. to Expo West and East, like that one where we had that See? Expo West, and you were like, "Oh, like just stupid crap." But like, even when I think about it now, I I start to giggle, and if I listen so to it, I lose it completely. Weird. But that one was the penultimate, like piss your pants funny yeah. thing, and it, it, you know what it was? It was too perfect. Moon dingus. You know what it was? It was wet oil, brother. It was the 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 wet and the oil, the oil okay, and the water dude. actually combined. They fucking fused, and it was too much for the technology to bear. <laughs> Brother, I just I just watched Big Lebowski, and that reminded me of. Uh, I felt like I was in the movie for a second. 
I, for me, I was, I was picturing, I didn't mean to say brother that way, but as I came out, I, I kind of graveled it a bit because I was immediately started thinking of a macho man. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, live from expo. Oh man. <coughs> this episode one Oh six. Oh, that could have been it. No, if you go back further, there's, I think it's expo East. Amazing what you can do with an arpeggiator. Natch present Expo West 2017. Oh, we were using uh, voice generation technology a long time ago, Mark. <laughs> oh, how you doing, Mark? Oh my God, we're here again! I love it. Natch episode 106 live. Oh Expo West 2017. Mark, I have one question for Can you. you feel it? Can... Yeah, this is the Expo one. Expo East. Expo East. It does it every time. <laughs> what the hell is that? That was episode 27. Oh, well, man. I think this, we were talking about punkers earlier, Mark. <laughs> to me, I mean, the, the, the stakes were low for me doing that. But but you're sitting there. You're, you're, you were still an integral cog in the Expo West uh, New Hope Natural Products I think I'd ecosystem. <laughs> well, even if you weren't an integral part, you were still like, you were attaching your... Your your name and your good brand and your uh, you can't investigative me. valor to something so silly that then you you then presented to that world like we were pushing this into their laps. <laughs> they were listening. We were trying to get them to somehow partner, maybe. <laughs> that's right. So hey, and that's how we decided to open the show. See, that's the thing. Like we we book buddies, right? We get the opportunity to talk with Legs McNeil. You know, he thinks he's met some of the ultimate punk rock. Uh, you know, sort of like uh, what well, he has warriors in the world, right? But he—I don't think he realized that he was being questioned by another one of them. He was—he he had two. He of them hides on the call. it. He hides it under his gamboner and his flip flops <laughs> and his fleece. But there is this is like Did you ask him to do a fake orgasm on an Expo East intro, and he brings it <laughs> and then share it with his professional community. <laughs> he is all in. Oh God! You didn't hold back. You were oh, you know the other time. Hey, that Dave Carney, you said zero fucks given there. Yeah. There hey, go. I don't know. Kindred I spirits. don't know, Mark. Kindred spirits. I think you and Dave have a lot more in common than you might realize. It makes me happy to think that because I'd had the same that sentiment came up recently again because I remember for a long time we had finished a show and it was the top of the feed and I remember that a few of the people that I was you know. Industry elites mm-hmm. that I was encountering were like, are you still doing the show? Oh, I'm going to go listen to it. And I was like, because the, it was <laughs> butt month was the one that we had. 
<laughs> we hadn't recorded a new one in a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you go check out Butt Month. That's the oh. one that when, like, the kids scroll through our feed, they're like, whoa, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Mark picked that image. Uh, the image of the butts. That was... That was uh Risque. Well, it was butt month because the Science Journal had decided to well, investigate. Well, I know, but you found those butts, Mark. I don't remember where those butts came from. <laughs> yeah. Okay, brother. It's <laughs> from your private collection, brother. Oh, yeah. All right, Josh. We got to wrap this up because you got to go. Five simple steps for soil-friendly eating. One, eat a variety of foods. I approve. Two, embrace yes. the pulses. Right, that's damn straight. We've been talking about pulses for quite a while. Time immemorial. I think after you uh, had your post-orgasm uh, cigarette at Expo East, we probably just dove right into pulses. I bet it was but a trend. pulses. We were pulsing on the show floor about pulses. I bet that was a trend. Three, make sure meat is sustainably produced. Sure. If you're going to eat it at all. And four, reduce food waste. Absolutely. Yeah. Five, compost. Those are great ideas. I'm just thrilled to see people have connected health and food finally down to the soil. That is a good mm. sign. Mm-hmm. I have one more for you. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this? Did I send this to you? I really don't know. To it's... the marketers, Josh. You know me. I'm steeped in the brand trends of the industry. No one was more brand aware than you. Uh, I am a brand developer. Would you call yourself... Are you more guru or rock star? Mm. You know? More guru now. Although we just... Depends on the brand. We just revealed what a punker you are. (laughs) You're a brand punker. Did I send you this? I sent you that. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the sigh. Well, I'm glad you did because I hadn't seen it. It's amazing. It reminds me, it, it immediately reminded me of the heyday of Crispin Porter Bogusky. Oh, it is it so is a, bogo. It is a bogo move. This is a site called, well, it's actually, remember what in the, the, in the, the launch days of Natch, when it was a website, Natch.is, and when we first were, I don't know if you were, but eventually, talking to 4G, Mr. Mm, Greg Bagney, mm, mm. he was all about the old F asterisk CK. Oh, he was. Fuck food or something like food that. Fuck. Food fuck. Food fuck. I think fuck that was things. his advice. I think he told us to call the podcast Food Fuck or something like that. Fuck food. Well, this is fookoatly.com, a time machine of all things bad about an oat drink company, which is delightful. Just it go is. take a look. I think it's a, I don't know if anything like this lands anymore. You know, I certainly hope it does because not only is it an exercise in brand transparency. Right. And it honesty and openness, humor. but it's like funny, but it's also really thorough. That's so they go into like steps they've taken that were controversial. They there's a time they explore the dissent, and then they offer a a thoughtful rebuttal. There's a timeline of all of the to- the, the moments where they've been outed as doing something poor and their defense of it, but then there are ways to fix it. You can dig in on each one, but the best thing. I'm going to accept cookies. Is if you scroll to the very bottom, did you do this? Totally hate fuckoatly.com. Go to fuckfuckoatly.com. Oh, and it's like a rabbit hole. You can, you can do it adding... like six times. <laughs> yeah. I did it. And it's a genius you, move. It's a smart move. I think just a little nice little touch. Also, the positioning of it's not like their goal with each uh, you, like case is to say that, just to prove that they were right and that someone else was wrong. It's just to like, 
Let's have a full dialogue about this. We will tell you exactly not be so why serious. we decided to make this choice. Yep. And you're not wrong for not liking certain aspects but of what it. They but do, here is like what they are doing. why we decided that it was more important to take the risk. And Again, I don't know if anything like this has much of an impact or lands anymore, but it takes the piss out of being so sanctimonious and serious about it all. Mm-hmm. And so they've done it throughout, right? Even the cookies thing. Cookies. Cookies are great when passively engaging in internet feuds and storms. So is it okay if we use cookies on here? Blah, blah, blah. Welcome to fuckoatly.com. You're probably here because you totally hate fuckoatly.com. If so, then click below. Your clicks might not change anything, but sometimes it just feels good to click something. Blah, blah, blah. Please confirm your dislike of fuckoatly.com below. Come on. Well, there you go, too. Because some, if, if, if some, creative, some creatives at some agency sold them on this and they brought it to life, good for them. Or maybe they came up with it themselves. Yeah, maybe. You never know. And what's what's cool about it, too, is I feel like people, you're, it's there's a disarming element to it, right? Like, yeah. maybe you came there because you are like, yeah, fuck Oatly. I used to like Oatly. I used to think Oatly was, was pretty legit and in it to win it, and we're like firmly on the side of what I like, what I think should be happening with natural food, and I'm mad. But then you go there. And it's it, they're not saying, well, fuck you, too. They're saying, like, hey, yeah, fuck us, man. Yeah, sure. You want to fuck We're, us? We'll do it here. <laughs> yeah, this is a safe space to fuck us. <laughs> no, but it's disarming. It's It, it at least, like, yeah. which is an important first step, I think, if you're going to have a dialogue oh, where, the, where there is, like, firm disagreement, Mark. You got to invite Trump to the town hall. <laughs> this, that, that is what I was getting at. Yes. That was, a, <laughs> that was a, the right move, clearly. Give him a platform. Oh, my God. How the thing has changed. Episode 180, wet oil. Never wetter, never oilier. Good to be with you, brother. Good to be with you, too, brother. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. How were we supposed to stop? <laughs> that would have been a really great place to cut right out. How about there? Would that have been a good place to cut out? What, I mean, what are we doing here? I don't know. It's, you're the one with the finger on the pulse. Yeah. Pulses. Brother. Oh, boy.